few weeks ago, we introduced this series to you. We said to you that it is divided, the series is, in two parts. First part of this series, a dialogue with God. Uh, we share with you five questions that perhaps we at some times in our lives have asked of God. God, where are you? Who are you? <laughs> this is the third of those five questions. And the text this morning is found in the Old Testament writings of the book of Habakkuk. Prophet Habakkuk, one of my favorite passages of scripture. Chapter 1, verses 1 through verse 4. We're reading from the New Living Translation. It is printed for you on the screens above. Hear the reading of God's holy word. Verse 1, chapter 1 of the book of Habakkuk. The New Living Translation puts it this way. This is the message that the prophet Habakkuk received in a vision. How long, O oh Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen? Violence is everywhere. I cry, but you do not come to save. Some of us have felt that way at times. Verse 3, Habakkuk writes, must I forever see these evil deeds? Why must I watch all this misery? Wherever I look, I see destruction and violence. I am surrounded by people who love to argue and fight. Told the church, maybe he lived in 2018. Amen. The law has become paralyzed and there is no justice in the courts. The wicked far outnumber the righteous so that justice has become perverted and those that love God's word say amen verse 3 second clause why must I watch all this misery <laughs> why must I witness all of this misery lift those hands to the Lord all over this place the series is entitled a dialogue with God. This is our conversation with God. Every now and then we find ourselves looking to heaven, asking God this. Somebody repeat after me. Say, God, God. what's up with that? Amen. Hey that's what we want to talk about. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God, what's up with that. Now, I told you at the beginning of this series, we have allowed you to leave your deep credentials at home. All of you that are so deep that you don't want anybody to know that you ever question some of the things that are going on around you. 
all of you that are so deep that you do not want anybody to know that there have been times in your life you felt like giving up because of all the misery you have seen all around you. Listen, perhaps there are times in all of our lives in which we find ourselves, we have found ourselves wondering what is going on in this crazy world that we are living in. Lord, how could you ever allow this to happen? Look at who's in the White House. Scratch your head. Shake your head. <laughs> and just say, Lord, what's up with that? Amen. Is it just me, y'all? <laughs> Times in which we look all around us and we ask, what is the Lord up to? Why does God allow all of this craziness to continue. Seems like folk are losing their minds left and right, violence everywhere, destruction, folk fighting each other, amen, killing each other, teenagers killing each other. We, we are parents abandoning their children. What's up with that? Folk that you, you, you better not have an argument with folk now. You don't know. You can't even blow your home at somebody who's at the red light and don't move. I, I tell folk, don't take no chances. You never know. Man. You may blow your home at some deranged, psychotic person. And everybody's got a gun. Preach, Pastor. And you, you don't know who's packing. Amen. That's why I just wave at folk. <laughs> when, when I want to get mad on the highway, I say, I'm reminded, no, no. You, you, you don't know who, don't blow your horn at folk. Amen. Craziness. Somebody say craziness. All around us. And not only that, but even in our own personal lives. We at times wonder, Lord, how, how rough can it get? How much do I have to take? Yeah. Seems like right after I've overcome one problem, two more pop up. Amen. Book of Job say, as one messenger was telling Job what happened, another messenger came before the first could leave. And say something worse than what you have already been told has happened. You ever felt that way? It, it just seemed like everything breaks loose at the same time. And the harder you try, the more difficult it gets. Folk on your job acting crazy. Family acting crazy. Church folk. <laughs> because somebody said, I'm not talking about you. You don't know some of y'all packing right here. I mean, 
Oh, I know. <laughs> Folk crazy all around you, amen. And it seems like every time you think it's getting better, things break out. Somebody say, between a rock and a hard place. How many of you felt that way? Uh, you, you make one step forward, and the enemy is pushing you down, holding you down. And at the same time, you look around, and you see folk that don't go to church, folk that have no relationship with God. They seem to be just as happy as they can be riding around in fancy vehicles and walking around strutting their stuff and there are times in which we just wonder lord why are they so blessed but i remind you of what the psalmist wrote david says i i, I wondered about the wicked and i saw the wicked spread like a native tree or text says a green bay tree but when I looked again, they had withered and fallen away. <laughs> Touch somebody say, keep looking. Amen. They, they may look prosperous today, but they, everything that's shiny is not always real. Amen. There, there are a whole lot of folk put on good fronts, but you, you may think they've got it going on. But deep down in shock, you don't want to be anything like what they are. Amen. And so there are times in all of our lives in which we just throw up our hands and shout, God, what's up with that? Why do I have to go through this and sick again and broke again? May I just keep it real? And struggling again. Amen. I, I, I can tell you that it's it, it is so draining when you have to talk with people, uh, Deacon Rommel, and, and, and part of the job is listening to people's problems. And I told somebody, and sometimes at the end of the day, feel like losing your mind because people are so many problems. And wherever you go, whatever you're doing, folk got issues that they want to tell you about. And you, you realize these are good people that are just struggling to hold on to their sanity. Truth be told that folk around you don't know how close you came to losing your mind. <laughs> Can I preach to some real folk? Amen. Look at somebody and say, I don't look like what I've been through. Yeah. Folks see your outward facade. They, they, they see how you come to church, but they don't see what you go through to get here. They, they don't know the kind of week you had just last week can i keep it real come this close to giving up and just seem like the enemy whispering in your ear it doesn't matter it is never going to get any better things are going to get worse in your life and it but 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 at the end of the day you find enough strength to get out the bed the next morning and say the devil is a liar it is of the Lord's mercies that I've not been consumed. His compassion faileth not. It is renewed every morning. Somebody say, great is his faithfulness. Is there anybody in here know that God is good all the time? And all the time, God is good. 
So in the midst of the worst time in your life, when you find yourself in conversation with God, just remember it's not over until God says it's over. <laughs> Any witnesses in here? I, I wish there were just a handful of folk who ever went through something bad and God brought it out in your favor and things turned out all right. Every now and then, you've got to be a walking billboard, a living testimony. Are there any living testimonies? Look around you and tell somebody, I'm a living witness that God can keep you in perfect peace. I'm a living witness that you don't have to lose your mind. Y'all excuse me, I feel like preaching. There's some witnesses in here that know that God is able. <laughs> Tell somebody God is able. So, as we look at the text for the message today, and in this text we witness this kind of frustration from the prophet Habakkuk, a godly man, a man who had a great relationship with God. If there is any passage in the scripture in which there is a dialogue with God, such as the case, we've shared with you in the two previous messages how we have communicated with God, and such as the case in the text, it was a very difficult time in the life of a godly man. Hear me. Because godly people go through difficult times. Can, can we say that again? Because sometimes the enemy tries to deceive us to say, well, if you're godly, you shouldn't have to go through anything. That has never been the case. Godly people go through difficult times. And there are times in all of our lives in which our backs are against the wall and we feel like crying. Psalm 30 and 5 say, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Anyone in here has ever been through some difficult times in your life and you know you pray and you know you love God, but yet it seems like trouble is all around you. David said, as I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, thou art with me. Such was the case with the prophet Habakkuk. A very difficult time. A very dark and corrupt time in the history of the nation of Judah. Those Habakkuk had been called to minister to. It seems as if as he ministered to them, that some of them would lose their faith. And many of them were giving up on God. In fact, Habakkuk wondered out loud in his open dialogue with God. He goes, God, how can I tell these people that everything is going to be all right? When we look around us, this is his first question, and he asks, how is it that those who are so wicked... And those who seem uh, to be so adverse to a relationship with you, those who curse and swear and fight and destroy, how is it that their lives 
seem to be better than the lives of the godly and the righteous. Habakkuk wanted to know it, it is hard to minister to people and when they look around them and they see evil nations and evil people that seem to be doing much better than they are. Uh, the truth of the matter is some of us have had that same conversation with God. Am I right about it? You said, Lord, I'm doing all I can. I'm trying to raise my family right and do the right thing. But it just seems as if I'm struggling so hard that if you are who you say you are, why am I catching it on every hand? What's up with that? That is what Habakkuk wanted to know. But God in his infinite wisdom uh, allowed Habakkuk to go on and express himself. In other words, God says, get it out. Go ahead and get it out. Uh, but the good news is that God has an answer. <laughs> Tell somebody God's got an answer. Verse 5 of the text, the Lord responded to Habakkuk's first question. And it is recorded in verse 5. And God says to the man of God, look around at the nations. Look and be amazed. Then he says, listen to this, for I am, and I'm paraphrasing some of it, for I am going to do something in your day. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I, I, Habakkuk, you are not going to have to wait that much longer. In other words, I have a blessing for you in your day. I am about to do something during this season of your life. I'm preaching to somebody in here that the devil told you God won't ever bless you. You're going to be dead and gone and you won't ever get your blessings. Look at somebody and say the devil is a liar. For I will work a work in this day. I'm here to tell somebody before 2018 is over, somebody's going to get a blessing from the Lord this season of your life is going to be blessed oh y'all help me put that I just i just feel like worshiping god on that i need you to encourage somebody and say this season of your life is going to be blessed i'm gonna do something in this season paul martin said whatever you do in this season don't do it without me. I feel like somebody ought to touch somebody and say, Lord, I'm, I believe. I believe. This is your season, young man. This is your season. Because see, sometimes the enemy makes us feel that we'll never get out of this. That, that, that this is going to be with us for the rest of our lives. But I'm here to tell you that the devil is mistaken. In fact, he is a liar. It is not going to end up that way. I am going to do something in your day. Look at what he says. Something so great 
something so wonderful that even if someone told you about it, you would not believe it. Now, that is the kind of blessing I'm talking about. God's going to bless you. I'm not talking about stuff you expect and stuff you know could happen. But God said, I'm about to put something on you that you never even thought would be possible to happen in your life. You never thought that I can do what I'm about to do in your life. Get ready because God is about to do something unbelievable. Who am I preaching to? on Atlas Road this Sunday at 1220. Y'all excuse me, but get you a praise partner and say, neighbor, I don't need to see it to put a praise on it. I've learned how to dance over a promise. Learn how to give God a praise over nothing but a promise. God's getting ready to make a promise to you, Brother Mike. God's getting ready to promise somebody else in this season of your life. God is about to turn something around. Where are my praises? Where are my praises? In other words, look at somebody and say, God is still in charge. God is still in control. Despite how it appears to the human eye, I'm here to tell you, eye has not seen, ear has not heard. Is there anybody know your better days are ahead of you? Anyone in here know that God got a blessing with your name on it better than anything you've ever experienced? Come on, musicians, help me put some praise on this. Somebody and say, neighbor, you haven't seen anything yet. Your ladder shall be greater than your former. You have no idea what God has in store. God can't even tell you about it. It's so great you won't believe it. Even if somebody told you, throw those hands up and tell the Lord, thank you. He, he is on the verge of doing something. Habakkuk so great 
and so powerful that you won't even believe it. And God would do it in his own unique way. May I preach to you? All I need is 15 more minutes. And so, God said, here's what I'm going to do. I'll give you a heads up, Habakkuk. But folk won't believe it. I'm going to use a nation more wicked than your nation that's going to take you to a painful place called Babylon. And you are going to have to suffer for a while at the hands of your enemies. But don't get discouraged because sometimes I've got to break you down before I can rebuild you up. Can I preach to somebody? How many of you, God has had to allow you to hit rock bottom? Some of us, the best thing that ever happened in our lives is when we lost everything, when we hit rock bottom, when you got locked up, when you lost your job, your family, and everything. You hit rock bottom, but rock bottom was just where God needed you to be because you had nowhere else to go but on your knees. And when you got on your knees, God said, I began to turn something around it. I'm turning it around. You are going to have to go to a painful place. And it's not going to be easy. But let me tell you that you're going to experience something uh, that you do not want to have to go through. I'm going to take you to Babylon. And there you're going to lose your praise. But you're going to learn uh, that God is good even in a strange land. And I said, Lord, he said, go to Psalms 137, the New King James Version. And so now, fast forward, they're in Babylon by the rivers of Babylon. And the psalm is right, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yes, we wept. When we remember Zion, we hung our harps upon the willow trees. We hung our musical instruments upon the willow trees. For there, those who carried us away asked of us to sing the songs of Zion. Verse number four, and we responded by saying, how? Shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? God says, I got you there for a purpose. I took you to rock bottom for a purpose because you had to realize the hard way that you can't depend on your so-called friends. You can't depend on folk that you think had your back but the fact of the matter is they never had your back but when you hit rock bottom and you had nobody to pat you on the back you develop a relationship with God anybody ever had to walk the floor at midnight tears streaming down your face wondering Lord am I gonna make a way the songwriter said trouble in my way 
I had to cry sometimes. I laid awake at night, but that's all right. I need to preach to some real folk that ever had to walk the floor in the middle of the night, but God made a way out of nowhere. God said, you in a bad place, but listen to this. We're putting it on the board uh, in between services. Got together with the staff and says, we need to put this on the board. God, God dropped this in my spirit. So God is about to turn your horrific into something that is terrific. Ah, God is going to make your bad even better. Grab your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, what has been horrific is about to become terrific. And what was bad is about to become better. Shake a neighbor's hand like you gotta praise and say, get ready. Something better is coming out of this. Witness. Can I get a witness? How many of you know that God's got something better with your name on it? So here's the text. Here's the text. So then Habakkuk says, okay, I understand that something better is coming out of this. But when will it happen? God, I don't know how much longer I can hold out. When will it happen? So God answers Habakkuk's second question. In chapter 2 and verse 3, the New King James Version, listen to this. God says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak and will not lie. Look at somebody say, you have an appointment with divine destiny. In other words, God has already made an appointment with your name on it. When you're going to get blessed, you don't have to know the exact time and place, but God has already scheduled, oh, I love this. God has already scheduled an appointment with your blessing on it. Anybody know that God has not forgotten about you? Anybody ready for God to bless you? Jump up one time and shout, I receive that Lord. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. God doesn't have to tell you the exact time, but God says, I have already made an appointment with your name on it so that you can be blessed. Can I get a witness? But at the end, it will speak and not lie. And this is the part I like. Though it tarries, though it may be delayed. Yeah, yeah. Elder Gloria, I feel it. Look at somebody and say, though it may be delayed, you must wait on it. Wait on it. 
wait on it, wait on it. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Anybody know you're in the waiting season of your life? I just need somebody who's got enough Holy Ghost faith to tell God I'll wait on my blessing. And he may not come when you want him, but anybody know he's an on-time God? And though it tarries, wait on it. Wait on it. When will it happen? At God's time. When God gets ready. You may not ever know the exact moment that God would turn your situation around. But I do know that God can turn it around. Anybody know he can make your horrific terrific? Tell somebody he can make your horrific terrific. God can turn something around with your name on it. And so if you believe that despite how it looks and what you're going through, you may throw your hands up and say, Lord, what's up with that? The Lord throw it back down and say, you just wait. I've got something that is going to blow your mind. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Somebody say, get ready to have your mind blowed. God is about to turn something around in your life. And when I rebuild Judah, it's going to be better than what it has ever been before. Get ready for God to make whatever you went through better than whatever you had to come through. In fact, where you are now is nothing compared to what God is going to do in your life. Y'all stand up. I'm almost done. But grab somebody by the hand and say, neighbor, when we believe that God would do what he said he would do, we've got to trust God and we've got to praise him in advance. From the depths of your belly, we call it Shabbat God. That's the Hebrew term for a yell from the depths of your belly. Now listen, now listen, now listen. Uh, they, Elder Jennifer, they never Shabbat when they came out of it, but they Shabbat God as they were going through it. So you got to save your best praise for not when you come out of it. But you got to give God a holler and a yell as you get ready to go through it. Come on, Zion. Come on, Zion. I need about 500 folk to leave your seat and run down this altar and say, as I go through it, I believe God can bring me out of it. Give God a Holy Ghost yell. Support God. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. but a yell. Come on. All the warriors that know God's going to bring you out better, greater, 
song from the depths of your devil. Come on, Zion. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, things are going to get better. Say, the devil is a liar. Things are going to get better. Tell them, don't be discouraged by how things seem. God gave me a promise if I just believe. Throw those hands up. I say, things are going to get better, better for me. Two things. He'll turn your horrific into terrific. And he'll turn what is bad into something better. I'm done until Tuesday night. But I just want somebody to believe things are going to get better. See, here's what we must believe. Despite how it looks, despite what we may be going through, the God we serve can turn it around and make it better. Ooh, I need you to encourage someone and say, get ready for something better. Better relationship. Better job. Ooh, better family relationships. Ooh. Come on, somebody. Better financial situation. Anybody receive better? And so when we say, what's up with that? God says, things are going to get better. You've got to just trust me that at the appointed time, things are going to be all right. Come on, choir. Come on, praise team. Into the, ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, listen. Lift those hands all over the place. Yeah. Things are gonna get better. Ooh, uh, Things are gonna get better. Don't be. Don't be discouraged by how by things, how things God gave me, listen. God gave me a promise. He if said I, that if I just believe, uh, yeah, yeah. That things are gonna get better, better for me. Come on, Francis. Help us tell them things. Things are gonna get better <laughs> things are gonna get better all the faith walkers just so wave those don't hands don't be discouraged yeah. by how things seem God God gave me a promise if I just that if I 
Tell us that again. Listen. Things are gonna get better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put your hands oh, right here on your heart. Things are gonna uh, oh, I like that. get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't be discouraged. Ah. How things may seem. Oh, sing your song. But God gave me. Things are going to come on, brother Anthony. Anthony, give it to Sid. Sid, won't you try that for us a little bit? Come on. Things are going to get better. You need to hear it from a lot of voices. Things are going to get better. Oh, don't you ever be. Don't you ever get discouraged by how things they may seem. Oh, God gave me. Oh, God gave me a promise. <laughs> if I and that if I just believe. Things are going to get better. Things they will get. They're going to get better. They're going to get better for me. Come on, Brother Anthony, take us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Everybody oh, lift those hands. Things are gonna get better. All the worshipers lift things those hands. Things are gonna get better. God told me to bless oh, these words in your spirit. Discouraged by how things seem. Anybody know that God made? Everybody, Everybody, lift your voice and say things are going to get better. Everybody in the audience, come on. softly sing. Put your arms around somebody's shoulders. What's up with that, God? God said, don't you become discouraged. <laughs> I've made you a promise. I made you a promise that this would not take you out. That I'm going to do something in your day. 
I'm going to save the children in your day. I'm going to bless your family in your day. All we've got to do is trust God that God can make things for me. Anybody know they are? Come on, lift those hands again as we sing. God's speaking to you right now. You need a relationship with God. God's speaking to you. Don't. It's going to be all right. But how? God has made you a promise. Lord, we thank you. Here we are, Lord. Sometimes we are perplexed. Sometimes we even get a little discouraged. Sometimes the enemy comes and tries to show us all the things that are not going as we desire for them to go. But I thank you for your word today that encouraged us to believe that you are going to do something in our day. Something so unbelievable. Something so terrific that we won't believe it even though it's told to us. Yes, Lord. You can turn horrific into terrific. Yes, you can turn that which is bad into that which is better. Ooh. And so all this week, we declare and decree things are going to get better. We're not going to give up. We're going to run on, see what it's going to be. And in the midst of our trials and tribulation, when our backs are against the wall, we believe, we touch and agree that is already better because you've said it. Touch someone who's listening by way of radio. Touch someone who's viewing by way of internet. Someone who woke up this morning discouraged thank you for that dear sister who who talked to me after the early morning service and say I almost did not get out of the bed I was feeling so discouraged Whew. but I'm glad I came because God reaffirmed what I already knew whether things are going to get better better for me and so we put it in the atmosphere we declare it all over this place that despite how it may appear, you are making things better in our lives. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name, we pray. And those that believe every word of God, 
Help me say amen. 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 Put your arms around somebody and say better. It begins with your relationship with God. Come on. If you don't have that relationship with God that you want, come on right now. Some of you that are ready to make that commitment to God, you know God is calling you for something. You've got to have a relationship better. Come on. Somebody, God's calling you. You want to make that commitment. Come on, young man. Look at this young man. Look at God. Come on, some brothers. Come out of here. Some, somebody come stand with this brother. Where are my young brother? Better, better. Somebody else. It's all right, man. I feel that God's doing something in your life. Come on, man. Brothers. Y'all surround. Somebody else is coming right now. Walk down the line. God. Look at God. These are your friends. This, I don't know what you're going through. But God has already turned it around. This young man's making that commitment this morning. Anyone else? Come on. You, anyone else? Come on, look at God. God bless you. That's right. Better for me. Look at these young people. These millennials are touching and agreeing today. God. Here's what God told me. Listen, anybody here and you're under 35 years old, come stand in this aisle. God, I'm going to speak into your life. Y'all help me with this mic. Come on, quiet. If you're under 35 years old, stand in the aisles. Where 30, 40 years old, under 40, wherever you are. Just God, God just told me to put this in your Come on, quiet. Tell, come on, come on. Look at this. I'm surrounding this young man. I'm surrounding this young man. All of these, uh, come on, look at these. Look at these powerful young people. Yeah, come said on, I come believe on, I run right on. See what the end's gonna be. Look I at these young, y'all surround this young man. Ooh, yeah, we Everybody on the 40, punch your hands I this way. Listen, listen. I'm a, this young man here is going to pray. This young man is going to pray, man. How old are you, JJ? 27 years old. Amen. We're going to touch and agree that all of these folk in here are under 40 years old standing in this aisle. And some of you in the balcony, amen. Put your hands this way, amen. Come on and tell them again, I believe. Pray, pray for all of these young people. And I'm going to touch and agree with this young man. Gracious Heavenly Father, we first want to say thank you. God, because you've been good to us, Lord God. God, we thank you for each and every millennial that's under the sound of my voice right now, Lord God. Whatever that they've been worrying about, Lord God, we declare and we decree right now that you're already working it out, God. 
God, we declare right now that it's in your hands, God. And because it's in your hands, we know it's already better right now, Lord God. So whatever they're going through on their job, Lord God, it's better. Whatever they're going through in their homes right now, it's better. Whatever they're going through in school right now, it's better, Lord God. We put it in your hands, Lord God. And we declare right now that it is better, Lord God. No more worrying, no more crying at night, Lord God, because it is all going to get better, Lord God. This is our prayer on this morning, this evening, this afternoon, Lord God. Not just today, but for the days to come, Lord God. That it's already better. It's in your name that we do pray. Let everybody say amen. Amen. I believe I run on. Come on. Everybody give God a hand of praise. Amen. Anybody else, any other young person want to make this commitment today? You just stand. Amen. See what the end's going to be. I believe I run on. Come on, brother. Look at this young lady. Anybody else join these two young people? Anyone else? Anyone else? Look at God. Amen. Amen. Come on. As we take them in the back, we're celebrating. Look at God. Clap those hands and listen. As you remain, I want to do something. I don't want you to leave. Every now and then, we've got to throw something in the devil's face. Because you know how the devil is. Young folk don't come to church. Young folk ain't in church anymore. Look at somebody say, the devil is a liar. Tell them, go get the tape. Go get the tape. And you'll see all of these young people in church on a Sunday morning saying things are going to get better in my life. Amen. That's why I will always celebrate them. We're going to ask the deacons to come and we're going to do something. Amen. You be seated for just